Hi, Explorers. Thanks for listening to Kids Who Explore Parent Edition. Come along with us as we cover all corners of raising kids in the outdoors. Hi, I'm Adriana Scori. I'm a hiking mom in the Canadian Rockies, Mama to Turner, and CEO of Kids Who Explore. I'm Lauren Rodick Eberly. I'm mom to Collins. We love being outside and exploring between our two homes in Seattle, Washington, and Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Today's podcast is sponsored by Kids Who Explore's Patch for a Purpose. Every time we see our patch out in the world, we feel the love and support behind it. Our patches can be sewn onto backpacks, jackets, bags, or even baby carriers, to name a few. Or they can be carried in your packs as special adventure items for all your little explorers. Our patch comes in eight different colors, and a dollar from each patch goes to a, you guessed it, purpose. Your support can make a difference for all of the following charity groups, depending on which color patch you want to represent. Alberta Parks, Children's Disability, BIPOC and Anti-Racism, Sick Children, The Earth, Children's Wellbeing, Anti-Bullying, and Children's Mental Health. Check out the hashtag Patch for a Purpose to see our patch and the community behind it. That's hashtag Patch, the number four, a purpose. To get your patch today, visit www.kidswhoexplore.ca. We thank you in advance for the difference you are making. Our Kids Who Explore family is growing. Kids Who Explore was born with my first son, Turner. The vision of Kids Who Explore came to life when I was growing him. Not only was I dreaming up what motherhood would look like, I was also dreaming up how I would raise my children and future children and how I could make all adventures family friendly. Luckily, my friend Lauren came right along with me on that one. With our firstborns only being five months apart from each other, we've gotten to navigate all of the firsts together and watch Kids Who Explore grow right along with it. Now we have more exciting news. What's the news, Adri? I'm pregnant. Woohoo! Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Double news. I love it. I'm so excited. (laughs) You honestly, I'm so grateful that we get to go on this journey together again. This time our kiddos will only be three months apart. Three months. Oh my goodness. So amazing. Yeah. And it was so, I mean, it will always be, but it was so fun with our first pregnancy going through it together and talking about all the symptoms and everything we were experiencing. But then as our kids were born and we were adventuring together, it was so fun that they were at the same stages. And then our adventures kind of changed together as they grew. So now we get to do that all over again. (laughs) And we get to navigate adventuring with two, AKA four, (laughs) between the two of us, kids, like around two years old and under. I am so grateful, honestly. (laughs) I cannot wait. So when about is your due date? So my due date is July 10th and that is coming up rapidly. I'm just about halfway through my pregnancy now. And so far we are not doing a gender reveal. However, we do have said envelope and I plan on not opening it. My husband says he's going to open it. So we'll see what happens with that. Oh my goodness. I cannot wait. (laughs) I I can't remember how close to your due date was Turner. Oh, okay. Good question. So his due date originally was August 22nd and then he was born August 13th. Okay. Yeah. Right. So he was early. See Collins was nine days past her due date and I remember for those nine days everyone and their dog was asking me if I had had a baby yet (laughs) 
I remember being on just like every day being like, is it today? Is it today? Like it was just like, (laughs) yes. And so my, okay. My sister-in-law who I talk about on every single episode, who is a doula (laughs) and who is my doula, her advice to people, especially first time moms is whatever your due date is, tell yourself it's eight days later because that's kind of the average as people go usually eight days over, especially the first time. So I had that in my head. And because of that, it really helped me not be insanely antsy or like fidgety about it. But the last nine days past, I guess, was a little bit challenging with all the questions because it just made me think about it even more, you know? So this time I really, I don't even think I'm going to tell people my due date. Oh, you're not. Like, I mean, I'll tell you off air. (laughs) (laughs) But I think I'm just going to tell people the month and say like the end of the month that it is. So it's the end of October. (laughs) And I will just let people guess what the due date is so that I don't get the question. Okay, but Canada is amazing because our parental leave is 12 to 18 months. So lots of people that are living in Canada listening to this know that, but people that are listening in the States states might be going, what? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Because their their leave is about, I could be wrong, but is it 12 weeks? Is that how long it is in the U.S.? Okay. Well, even though I know I live in the States, but, um, so I should know an exact answer, but just from talking to people, mostly what I've heard is it's usually four to six weeks paid. So if anything, if anything more than that, I think it's just the company offering to do it. And there's some companies that don't even have to pay you. And it's, it's just wild to me to think that's the case. And I hope that changes because, yeah, you aren't even recovered by six weeks. You are trying to create a bond. So hopefully that changes. I think, yeah, that's hopefully indeed, because yeah, in Canada now, they just actually increased from that 12 month mark to allowing 18. And I mean, the pay kind of scales accordingly, depending on what you choose, but um, just having that flexibility and then, and then one parent, you can kind of split between parents if you want. So yeah, hopefully something changes there that there's a little more wiggle room with time. And I know so many other places in the world, especially um, a lot of places in Europe are very great with their paternal leave as well. And they do the same thing where you can split between parents and anything like that and really great options for childcare too. But with Turner, you took 12 months, right? Or was yes, it I did. Okay. Yeah, I worked. I literally worked up until like I worked until 5 p.m. Like I my office nine to five jobs. So literally five and went into labor like right the last 10 minutes of the day. So I literally worked the last. And was that your scheduled last day? No, it wasn't. I actually was planning on working up until the following Friday. And then it was that week in my heart. I was like, I think I need to be done this Friday. Like I, I felt like it needed to be done sooner just because I really could feel things were happening. (laughs) Right. So yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. So (laughs) I, well, you know what, actually what I should also say is that We've talked about this before, but you taking the 12 months, I say that super lightly because you (laughs) took the 12 months leave from your office job, but 
then you birthed kids to explore. So you were working every single day. Which we have in common because you were already teaching music lessons. Can you remind me if it was like the day after Collins was born or was it the day of? <laughs> okay, so the day, I took off the day Collins was born. Yes, okay. And she was born during the day and the yes. next day. So when okay, she was two days old, Oh, I was back working, which I don't necessarily recommend to people, but I really am happy I did it. And it worked for us yes. because of the times that we were yes. in with COVID, like all of my students were at home and they were either out of school or doing online school or at home from work. So it worked because I could really make my schedule different in such a way where I was teaching and then took a break and then teaching and took a break. So I would take multiple breaks during the day and Collins could just come in with me and she would sleep on me or sleep by the piano or she would nurse in lessons. <laughs> so it worked for us, yeah. but I, I don't want to make it seem like, oh my gosh, you should go back to work two days postpartum. <laughs> no. And like that passion for music, I feel like fueled you as well. Right. Cause getting that, like that music time and that connection with your students and that was really, really yes fun. and I love that Collins got to experience and even up till now she's almost two and she's always come in to lessons with me so I love that she's got to experience music and see what I'm doing and that my students get to know her which is so much fun okay yeah, she, but she she does love it but <laughs> what is your plan for maternity leave this time. Okay, well, I've already set the tone for this one where, you know, I've you know, the, the nine to five situation of being the Monday to Friday has been, I've really noticed it this time around just because the, the maternity leave there was just so, you know, we could just kind of go and travel wherever we wanted to or go hike whenever we wanted to. So this time around, I've already said before that being present is my number one priority, but I'm just going to go with the flow and be spontaneous and, and definitely still work on kids who explore full time. So I feel like I won't be necessarily taking, like, I'll just be switching, doing like full-time kids who explore and trying to balance, um, with the kids. So it is going to be the thing about kids who explore is like the timing of it isn't, doesn't have to be in a set hours, right? Like it can be done in blocks of time. So I still plan on definitely doing that. Um, but taking a break from my corporate job is going to be a big a big break for me it is a huge commitment to we're now going back into the office so it's like that nine to five time frame having that back I'm really looking forward to that and that's kind of my plan like what are you planning on doing on your side that is something I need to figure out that's a big question mark for me and I know I also should probably point out that there's a lot of privilege in us being able to decide in such a way where we don't say okay we have to go back right away because we're not going to get our maternity leave from the government or we don't have a spouse that's able to help us as well. So I do want to point out that I am very grateful that we can make this decision. Yes, that's true. <laughs> but I, I'm always a little bit too ambitious and too maybe positive about what the situation will look like. <laughs> so I was talking to my husband and I was talking to my sister-in-law about it. And I was like, oh yeah, I can work with two kids at my side. They'll both just come into lessons with me. This could totally work. And both of them kind of talk me down. 
<laughs> in a good way, like bring me back to earth in reality. And I think I want to give myself more time this time. And I just don't know what that will look like because it does kind of break my heart to think about stepping away from my students, even for a little bit. But with teaching, that is the thing that, like you were saying, with your office job, that's super structured. You need to be available at a certain time. This is what the hours are. And even though I am my own boss, I have a little bit of flexibility. I still have a commitment to my students. I'm definitely going to be still doing kids who explore and this podcast and I'm still gonna be running my website and selling pampered chef and probably creating recipes and all those things that I can do with my kids but I think I will do some sort of leave from teaching and I just don't know I don't know what it's gonna look like <laughs> I just got chills when you said that I'm so curious to see your your plan but you know I do feel like yeah, you got to do what's right for you. And, and just really knowing that you want more time, I think is really critical too. So yeah. I know it won't be a goodbye for music at all. And you'll have other ways of incorporating music in your every hour, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> or, you know, definitely. And I mean, you got to look at what you've accomplished too, and, and having your piano lessons going live. And it's like, you're still, you've made yourself accessible where people can still, you know, come in and get their music lessons in it, in a bit like a different way where you're not having to be present on, on that zoom call or in person and that kind of thing. So like, you need to also see like how much you've done there. Just speaking from, thank you. <laughs> from <that point. laughs> no, thank you. That, that is true because with my e-courses, with the preschool class and now the beginner piano, that was my goal was just to get into more homes because I couldn't get to run on my wait list. But now maybe that just means getting into more homes that I can't have access to for a period of time. So yeah, exactly. And I feel like this is like now a great segue to be like, nature is music with Kids Who Explore and Miss Lauren. <laughs> I'm teaching nature music. Exactly. And maybe we can do like a little mini program with the kids, like how fun. <laughs> and the birds, we're going to include the birds into the all the birding, all the bird sounds. Exactly. <laughs> what do you think is going to look the most different with two kids, especially when it comes to adventures? Yeah, like I think that I just think from having, well, when we have the one focus, like with Turner, for example, like when we're going somewhere, it's just like Turner's like, okay, like I go off of his cues all the time, like, you know, and, and you really get to focus on that, on that one child. And this next time it's going to be like, he's not going to change like what he wants and demands and says and does he's, he's going to still be that. And then you're going to have this new porn. And I'm like, Oh, we're going to just have to learn some like patience and balance. And I just see myself in the back of my forerunner with my two babies. And it's just going to be this, like, it's already chaotic with a toddler. It's just going to be this more beautiful chaos. <laughs> like more like newborn size diapers and just more supplies in general. And I think it's going to be um, probably a little bit more messy than what I'm used to now, but like a beautiful mess. Yes. Beautiful mess, beautiful chaos. Such a good way of saying it. <laughs> we had our podcast about elimination communication and I'm very curious to try that part-time with. Oh, you are. You're going to do the well, I, I maybe shouldn't be saying that on a, a recording, <laughs> putting, putting it out there to the world. Um, but I, I think I am going to try part-time, part-time. Like I'm not, I'm still going to put the diaper on. I'm 
gonna figure out what times work for us like maybe if it is the morning or particular like at home times so I'm not sure if I'll be doing it on adventures but if I am you'll be there to see it (laughs) so stay tuned on that my my brother and sister-in-law think I'm maybe a little ambitious with that one too but I don't know the podcast just really inspired me to be like I'm trying this (laughs) absolutely I love the inspiration so we'll see okay are you ready to share your other news (laughs) about moving so our life at the farmhouse here is transitioning it's transitioning we're going to move over to the west of Calgary And it puts us closer to the mountains. In fact, an hour closer. (laughs) So the drives won't actually be as long at all. And um, it's really close to my husband's, he's a scientist. So his innovation lab is within like 15 minutes from our new place. We have um, already got our new home. The possession isn't until later here in the spring, but we are really excited. Um, We did buy our farmhouse two years ago and renovate and it's been super busy on this side and it is kind of sad to move on but we're really excited to have created a space for a family to move into our home and really kind of get to experience you know the prairies for all that they are I will always miss the sunrises coming up on the backfield in the morning with the pink skies and and the memories with Turner but we're going to create new memories at our new house it does have like an outdoor um, skating rink area so Logan was like he was really sold on that before even stepping into the home <laughs> I was like oh my goodness that's a skating area <laughs> done <laughs> So that's really cool. So we'll be spending lots of time out in our new yard and, and that kind of thing. So really excited. So I wonder yeah. if this is going to be your trend that you're always moving when you're in your third trimester. <laughs> I, know. I know now I've heard this like a couple of times because exactly like I've, this is not my first rodeo moving, being pregnant. And it's just like, there's so many people that tell you like, don't lift anything heavy. And it's like, no, no, I don't like I'm packing. And I really get to just kind of point at things and be like, move this here. Like I get to be really fun. <laughs> taking nesting to a whole new level <laughs> oh yeah that's just it right like yeah so it's like that packing and I'm definitely like accustomed to that because we did that moving into the farmhouse so that doesn't really scare me right now I know last time when I did it for the first time with Turner I was like is this a good idea <laughs> not sure <laughs> it's going to be incredible how close you are to the mountains though I'm going to imagine you're going to be there daily since you are always one to hop in the car and just go. So, <laughs> so close. And you're bringing the piggies. Well, okay. Uh, it depends if Logan's listening to this podcast. Because <laughs> he often, he's like, oh, I have to go and do the chores like so much more. Like, because sometimes with Turner, he'll get like busy at night and I'll be bathing or whatever we're doing. And then it's like, he's running out and feeding the pigs. And yeah, so he's like kind of wondering if we can rehome them to like the hobby farm that you know kids come and visit the pigs every day and that kind of thing we're thinking of maybe that is the best avenue for them because they're very social pigs they love people (laughs) so maybe they're gonna go to a hobby farm where we can still go visit them or we might be moving with them or our third option is my family has a farm in bc so the piggies might go live with grandma and grandpa so (laughs) we're just trying to feel out what we're going to do with that i will keep you posted about the piggies okay so regardless the piggies will have a wonderful home (laughs) yeah (laughs) absolutely (laughs) 
Oh, okay, well, I'm so excited for all the new things that are happening for us and kids who explore family. And it's just all gonna be magical. My favorite word, magical. Absolutely magical, yes. <laughs> Thanks for adventuring with us. Please subscribe and share your love by reviewing our podcast with five stars and follow us over at Kids Who Explore on Instagram and all other social media platforms. This podcast is produced by KP Media Productions.